0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. I want to speak with you today a little bit about about why we can't catch fish. Why we cannot catch fish. I am not sure if, uh, if any of you have experience with fishing but uh, I have a little bit of experience with fishing and uh, the last time I uh, I went on a fishing trip which costed me over 200 dollars I just came back from uh, the the trip with with one barracuda and I don't like barracuda anyways yani and then I started analyzing the situation and I said with the 200 dollars I could have invited my whole entire family for an all-you-can-eat seafood buffet and not having to go through all this, this hard work and then come back with uh, not very tasty barakura. But that's not the point, exact point that I want to talk about. I'm not speaking about the fish as in the fish itself. But I just want to speak with you a little bit today about what hinders us, from being able to catch fish in the spiritual sense. We understand that this whole catching fish, that miracle that Christ did today with Peter and Andrew and James and John, is all a signifying symbol of the great blessing that they will receive and the work that they are going to do after work and them being Fisher of men instead of just fishermen. So fisher of men. A lot of times in our life, we come to feel that we are not able to receive the blessing. We're not able to receive the blessing of that, that comes with, with Christ entering into our life. and And we often come and to ask ourselves the question of why? Why we're not able to receive such a blessing? There are obstacles that could stand on your way from being able to receive this blessing. First, thing, first that we want to set as, as a foundation. As Peter was not able to receive that blessing, he was not able to catch this fish until he launched into the lake the deep until he launched to the deep. when Jesus told them, Peter, launch into the deep and cast your net. And it wasn't until Peter actually launched into the deep and through and, and, and cast his net, cast his net. It wasn't until then uh, that, that he received this blessing. So what stands in our way of being able to launch into the deep? And when I say the word launched into the deep, Here, what I mean, I mean is launch into the deep of our spiritual life and our connection with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because it is only when we launch into the deep is when we will be able to be filled with the blessing, just like the two boats were filled filled with the fish. So we'll take a few of the reasons and then we'll try to analyze it and put it in, in a practical way into our daily life. And what does that mean? And then, and, and then, hopefully, that that will help us uh, by the end of today to change our mindset and to say, "No, Lord, now we are ready to launch into the deep, so that we can get the blessing." I will the first thing. Why we're not able to receive the blessing and launch into the deep and, and catch all these fish, is number one because we're not ready to receive Christ into our boat. I will step the first step that Peter did. Is he received Christ into the boat? If you remember, the Lord Jesus Christ was there by the Lake of Ganesaret, okay, and there were two boats in front of him, but had Peter, but James, and John. But I'm sure there's so many other boats there. Okay? Keep in mind that these people have been up the whole night. But even though they've been up the whole night, then the Lord Jesus Christ, he invited himself, he invited himself into Peter's boat and then when he entered into Peter's boat this was the first step of blessing Peter. Come on, can us and maybe the Lord Jesus Christ about to enter into Peter's boat. No. <laughs> find, find another boat, find find another ride. Okay, or find another plateau because Christ used the boat as a plateau or like a place where he stands and he gave a sermon to the people on the shore. People were probably crowded around him on the shore. So he just got into the boat. He went a little far from the shore and he used this as a plateau, as a stand for him to stand and to start preaching people. The first thing Peter did is he invited Christ in or he allowed Christ to, to enter into his life. Now remember the Lord, he says, behold, I stand at the door knocking and he who opens for me, right? I will enter and I will dine with him and he with me. And then when the Lord enters into the house or when the Lord enters into the heart or when the Lord enters into the boat, then this is, you know, is going to be the first step for blessing to start pouring. So why do we not want Christ to enter into my boat? Because I know that my boat is filthy. I know that my boat is filthy, is not clean, is not fit. The second Peter realized that this man who is with him is the Lord, he fell on his knees and he said to him, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a, a sinful man immediately depart from me lord from a sinful man you cannot be here because i am a sinner and a lot of times this is how we feel christ knocking wants to enter no you cannot come why because i have sin i have sin in my life is the sin in your life will stop jesus from entering and will make him not want to enter no he's still willing to enter even even when your life is filled with sin but under one condition do you know what is the condition is when he goes in then the sin goes a out christ in god in then devil a out because there cannot be communion or fellowship between light and darkness so the light enters the darkness is going to go out that's exactly what happened a couple of weeks ago in the story of Zacchaeus. Right. When Jesus entered the house of Zacchaeus, then immediately what happened to sin? Out. Right. He said, if I cheated anybody, I restore four, four falls, and I will give half of my money to the poor. And then all of a sudden this, all this greed and love of money, which is the root of all evil, immediately was cast out. Right. So Peter fell on his knee and he says, Depart from me, Lord, because I am a sinful man. Did Jesus leave? Jesus didn't leave, but what did he say? He said, No, Peter, I will stay. But the sin is gonna is gonna go. Okay? Now, a lot of times we're not willing to let go of the sin. And because we're not willing to let go of the sin, we continue to refuse to accept Jesus into our boat. And so long that you're continuing to refuse to accept Jesus into your boat, you are not going to catch any fish. You're not going to catch any fish. So first step to catching fish is bring Jesus with you. Okay, first thing is bring Jesus with you. This, this I can guarantee when I'm talking about spiritual fish I don't guarantee when I'm talking about real fish because I promise you every time I threw the line I did the sign of the cross and I said our Father and I still came home with a barakura. okay so, <laughs> I can guarantee you I can guarantee blessing but I don't guarantee real fish okay so I will step the first step is what bring Christ bring Christ in type. The second thing that is an obstacle in our way from being able to catch fish in the spiritual sense is our laziness. Our laziness. I'm tired. And this is exactly when Jesus told them, go into the deep and cast your net. for we toiled the whole night. We labored the whole night. أنا أنا I didn't sleep. I didn't rest. I'm too tired. I don't want to do this. Now, this is the sad reality. Is Now we live in a society, in a culture, in a time that is teaching us one thing. And that one thing is the most destructive thing to our life. And what is it teaching us? If you don't feel like it, don't do it, right? If You don't feel like it, don't do it. You don't feel like studying, don't do it. You don't feel like going to work, don't do it. You don't feel like showering, don't do it, okay? You don't feel like praying, don't do it. You don't feel like going to church, don't do it. Okay, that's exactly what this society here is teaching us. Okay? يعني yani, it's a little bit different than how I was raised, right? And uh, I was raised is, you don't feel like studying? لا, you're gonna study Ghaz <laughs> ب, بالمحيلة, شيب, you're going to study, okay? And if you don't do it, okay, you're going to go to school and you're going to get it, okay? If not from me, then from your teacher, okay? But it's different. يعني, uh, uh, the kid, you have the paper from the, 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 the report. We'll an F will teach her, it's okay, have you no problem next time, okay? And then this is this is the society. You don't feel like studying? Don't do it. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this is destructive in every aspect of your life. This concept is destructive in every aspect of your life. Okay. You do this, you're gonna fail. You do this, you're gonna get sick. If you don't want to exercise, don't do it. You're, you're you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get you know unhealthy and obese and all of this. So you don't feel like fasting, you're not gonna do it. So this is destructive in every aspect of your life. There is something that is called discipline. And those people that are disciplined are people that are proven to be successful in their life. Athletic life, academic life, career life, and definitely also spiritual life. You need to have a discipline. It doesn't matter whether you're tired or not tired. Okay? This is good for you. This is why Peter, oh the Lord, we labored all night. You know, we told all night. But you know what? I still do it. I will still do it. Why we're not able to catch fish? Because we just don't want to do it. Because we're, I'm sorry, there's no other word for it, but lazy. Because we are very lazy. We think that the spiritual gifts, are just gonna rain on us, Kedah, while we are sit- sitting on the couch with the remote control in our hand, okay? Or with a controller in, in our fingertip. It's not gonna happen. You need to put in effort in order for you to get something. Saint John the Short, when he was walking with Ambabimwa, and Ambabimwa, he stuck his staff on the ground about seven miles away from the monastery. And he told him, John, I want you to come and to water this stick every day. St. John walked seven miles going forth, seven miles coming back, every single day watering a stick. But because of his persistence and because of his endurance, the stick became a fruitful tree. Which leads me to the next point. So, because we don't want to, we don't want Jesus to come into the boat. Okay? And on number two, because we don't feel like doing it. We don't want to do it because we're lazy. Okay? And then, number three, because oftentimes, we put this in control, and we don't put this in control. The word of God. Yani, Yani, Oftentimes, we use our brain and our experience and what we know, right, to make a judgment call on whether what God is telling me makes sense or does not make sense. Now, keep in mind, Peter was, by occupation, by trade, he was a fisherman, okay? Now, fisherman knows when to catch fish. Now, Jesus, by trade, he was a carpenter. Okay? Carpenter doesn't know how to catch fish. Fisherman knows how to catch fish. Now, here's a carpenter. Here comes a carpenter giving an advice to a fisherman and telling him, in the bright sunlight, go into the deep and cast your net so you can catch fish. Okay, now, by this, by logic, doesn't make any sense. And a lot of times, we judge God's commandments by logic. And this is why we're deprived from catching fish. We're deprived from the spiritual blessings. Because we often think that we know more than him. He's a carpenter. What what does he know about catching fish? Right? Right? Christ doesn't live in our modern world now when he says to turn the other cheek, when he says to love your enemy, when he says to live a humble, modest life, when he says to live a life of purity, when he says to live a life of chastity, a life of holiness, a life of dedication. When he says all of these things, he obviously have no clue what kind of time that we live in. And this is how we think. Right? And this is why we don't want to do it. Because it just does not make sense. And because it doesn't make sense to you, you decide not to do it, and that's why you're not catching any fish. Right? Peter, on the other hand, in the presence of Jesus, he put aside all his knowledge. And he put aside all of his experience. Because he trusted in God. He says, at your word, I will cast out my net. At your word. to wash the net. It's like a really, you guys, you done fish, right? And then you threw the line and then you come back. And then it's got like some seaweed and stuff like that tangled in the line. How long it takes you to clean it? A lot of time, you know I don't clean it by the way. I'm a guess of hagazy kid, but just cut the line with me, التجليد, okay? I'm gonna sit and clean all the seaweed. It's a bad okay. Now, fishermen when they get seaweed, right? It's a net, it's not a line. Okay, like, a line can snap it تاني, okay? But this is a net, okay. They can't do that. They'll destroy the net, right? So to sit and to clean that. It's a, it's, yeah, I heavy and intense labor, right? And then, after you finish all this, you come and you tell me cast it again. You know what? It doesn't make any sense. But at your word, I will cast my mine. Okay. Put aside what you know. Put aside your brain, keda Okay. Rayyadimak shoi. Okay. And just trust in God. said, so Danny, if you trust in God, if you accept Him into your life, and if you work hard, even when you don't feel like it, you will catch a lot of fish, and you will be blessed just like Peter was blessed today. May we be hearers and doers of the Word, and glory be to God forever. Amen.